I want to give a very special shout out to a group of individuals that played a role in this special episode of Tag Talks Business. Thank you to the professionals of the Suffolk Fire and Rescue Department, without whom we might still be standing in two inches of water at Uncorked, and to Alan Brown, Chris Brown, and Maya Bird, who were kind enough to allow us to visit and host the podcast at the incredible Pinner House in downtown Suffolk. Thank you all. Hello, listeners of Take Talks Business, and welcome to this episode. Today, I have the pleasure and the honor of welcoming Emily Brewer. She is the owner of Uncorked in the beautiful city of Suffolk and is also a delegate for the state of Virginia, sorry, the Commonwealth of Virginia, uh, the 64th District. Emily, thank you so much for joining me. So glad to be here, actually. So full disclosure, Emily and I are experiencing by far the most unique podcast I've done thus far. Uh, Emily and I were due to get together this morning, and I showed up at her shop, which is uncorked, uh, down in uh, this beautiful downtown portion of Suffolk, uh, only to find out that she had a couple inches of water on the floor. So... When, when I scheduled this discussion to talk about small business ownership, um, never did I ever imagine that I would get to experience some of the ups and downs firsthand. So, Emily, thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk to me at such an unusual uh, part of your day. You know, it's uh, th- those are exactly the normal everyday trials and tribulations <laughs> of being a business owner. And uh, if you can't control it, handle it. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, um, and to that point, can you give the the listeners a little bit of background, kind of your your history and then kind of how you got into uh, entrepreneurship um, and specifically with the, the beautiful city of Suffolk? So I actually grew up in Suffolk. I grew up on the other side of the city in Bennett's Creek and I settled a couple of years ago in Holland, but um, I started my own business uh, several years back prior to my wine shop and I had a small marketing firm. And I found that I had a lot of time to serve in a couple different boards. And uh, at the time, Suffolk had a wine festival that I had a little part in uh, um, helping put together. And I really fell in love with learning more and more about wine. And it's almost like um, kind of like a never ending Pandora's box when you learn about wine. And so uh, I was downtown one night and I was actually having a glass of wine in the business I now own. and. Uh, My first job ever when I was a teenager, I worked in downtown Suffolk and it's always been a very magical place to me. And uh, there was a a prior owner that wasn't from here and um, I I think that they were excited about the prospect of being a business owner in downtown, but um, I've been here all my life and I, uh, after a glass of wine, made an offer to buy a business that I bought. (laughs) And uh, I've tried to grow over the past four and a half years. Um, and you know, become a staple in downtown. That's great. That's great. And it's it is such a beautiful downtown. And and I think for anyone who's listening to the podcast that um, may or may not have gotten the opportunity, if you haven't spent time in downtown Suffolk, you're really missing out because there's it's such a beautiful town. Um, it's a welcoming space. So you jumped into entrepreneurship. Um, 
you had, you, I believe you had said you majored in business when you were in college, so you, you had know, some of that. You know what's really interesting is, is that those aren't the things that make you successful in business, right? Um, you know, it, it's very interesting. You, you get just a piece of practical application. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you go out into the world and you really have to learn how to, you know, change your bounds and shift and uh, hit the unexpected, just like today, head on. <laughs> um, and the beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur, I think, is this, is that um, while some days are really long and really hard, yeah. it's rewarding to know that you get to spend time with your friends and neighbors. And yeah. the most rewarding thing for me as a business owner is to see my other neighbors do just as well. Well, and, and we all have been lucky enough to watch Suffolk thrive um, as a business community over the last uh, 20 years. And it's, it's been amazing to see the rise of this, this, this whole city. Um, the uh, surprisingly Suffolk, for those of you who remember the campaign, um, I think it was almost ahead of its time. I, I joked with somebody just the other day that, that they ought to almost bring it back. Because I, I think it really would surprise most people that if you haven't been in and around Suffolk, how much it has changed in the last 10 years. Well, and you know what? We have a really large city. We're one of the largest cities land-wise in the Commonwealth. Mm -hmm. And we have so much uh, unique diversity in the sense that you can go from the river to the Great Dismal Swamp, yes. to Harborview, to downtown Suffolk, and everywhere in between. They have beautiful parks, yeah. plenty of lakes. And, you know, growing up here, I've always been proud. And, you know, I, I boast a lot about the city I'm from. Um, but I think a lot of people that move here end up feeling exactly the same way. Yeah. Um, this city is growing leaps and bounds. It's absolutely incredible. We have so much diversity here, actually. Yeah. Um, and in downtown Suffolk, very specifically, we have so many locally owned businesses that are great. And, yeah. um, you know, one of my favorite things is to be able to do a little bit of something at every local business every day. Yeah. And I mean, the irony to you and I getting together this morning is that one of my kind of stock questions is always the, tell me one of your biggest challenges. So, so did today even come close or, or what, what has been kind of your biggest challenge as an entrepreneur? I wouldn't even say today comes close. I, I think <laughs> so oftentimes people talk about when you're in business, right? Yeah. Um, the hardest part sometimes I would say is making sure that when you're not in your business, that it runs like you would expect. Yeah. And there's so many intangibles to being a business owner and especially being from somewhere, you, you put a lot more pressure on yourself. Yeah. So I would say one of the most challenging things for me is making sure that the people I serve in my business every single day are um, well taken care of, um, that I've created an environment where they're comfortable and at home. And, you know, making sure that that is consistent whether I'm there or not is probably yeah. I would say one of the most challenging aspects of my business that I strive to do every day. You are um, one of those individuals who, who has to balance being a business owner and um, serving your, your community as an elected official. Um, so that's kind of where a lot of that, I know you and I talked uh, earlier about the fact that when you are gone, trying to make sure that, that those that you serve or served in, in a, a like manner? I, I could not do this without my staff and even yeah. some of my friends that pitch in along the way. Um, but you know, what's very interesting is, is if you um, serve in the General Assembly, you know, um, I'm, I'm an active working everyday delegate. I'm not retired. I'm in my 30s. 
Um, I love doing what I do, but if I ever needed a dose of humility after I serve all week in the General Assembly, I rush home and we gavel out on Fridays. I work in my business every single Friday night. I roll in around 530, uh, still in a suit, uh, change real quick, and I wash my own dishes. <laughs> when you had the business prior to being an elected official, um, I mean, w were there concerns about that going into uh, that position? I mean, was it what you had expected as far as what you thought it was going to be like to balance the two compared to what it turned out to be? You know, because my business is, it's wine and craft beer, it's a social setting, in a very odd way, it actually provides a lot of balance. Nice. Um, it's not a traditionally high stress business, you know, besides making sure that sales are up and we're ordering product and all those everyday things that every other business owner does. Yeah. Um, but it, it really helps actually that industry balance what I do in Richmond. It's a little bit lighter hearted than, you know, some of the tough decisions and, and policy making choices that we make, yeah. you know, at the Capitol. Yeah. So, um, yeah. it, it's, a, it's actually an oddly nice coupling. <laughs> a yang for a yang, huh? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so along with that balancing, January rolls around, January 2020 rolls around, and now you're balancing both being an elected official who's getting ready to go into the General Assembly, a business owner who still has a business to run, and now you've got to deal with the COVID situation. So how has that balance been knowing that you're, you're I mean, in one way, I guess it was, it's a great advantage because you know firsthand what it's like for the actual business owners that are going through this process while you're also addressing it from an elected official and how that legislation needs to be structured. Can you talk about that for a little bit? So, you know, COVID is, has been the, the craziest thing we will probably experience in our lifetimes yeah. collectively as a society. Yeah. Um, and there's so many things that we still are learning every single day. Um, but, you know exercising caution without being overly cautious I think is probably one way to look at it but every single day I approach this as a business owner's perspective because I've heard from so many that reached out to me that are sharing their hardships or what they're going through or you know maybe they didn't qualify for this or that or um, sharing some of their concerns because when you have executive orders um, things like that are never one size fits all. It's just like legislation, right? Yeah. And so, you know, there's so many different considerations of certain industries that people would never imagine. Mm -hmm. um, for instance, uh, when, it, this is kind of crazy, but when one of the first executive orders came out, they shut down campgrounds. Well, we found out later that uh, we needed to amend that because when you're isolating families, family members, especially in public safety, away from their family members, oh, yeah. that campgrounds are actually a really good option to yeah. use because yep. you can socially distance. Um, so many unique things that I learned through this process that uh, I think all of us are uh, shaping how we view business, even me. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, my business is considered vital. Uh, especially for tax revenue purposes. Um, and I think probably a glass of wine is how a lot of people got through this. Um, yeah, that's vital in itself. I yes. really do think yeah. so too. Yeah. I'd agree. You and the ABC stores, you were all pretty vital right? through this entire uh, six month period. You're so. not kidding. Um, but, you know, being at the ground level and having people come in and tell me some of the hardships that they're going through really helps me shape better policy and suggestions yeah. and uh, you know really try to be able to advocate as best as I can on their behalf 
Yeah. Um, so I think it's probably a blessing that I'm a delegate and a business owner yeah. uh, because I'm right at ground zero with their issues. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, obviously to, today was was a unique situation, but what, what do you see as the future of Uncorked? I mean, what would you... When we look back at this, or we come to see you in, in five years, where, where are we going to be? Where are we going to see? You know, this outdoor dining situation during all this COVID stuff, I've been able to open an outdoor patio next to Mr. Peanut, um, which is, you know, Mr. Peanut's my, my, my number one guy in this city. Yeah. Um, and for those who haven't stopped by, you got to check it out because it's a really, really cool space on a cool corner of downtown Suffolk. So even if you can't stop in, at least at least stop by and check it out. It's a great spot. Yeah, it's um, this whole patio situation has kind of given me a new direction and vision um, because, you know, I, I plan on growing my business into more of a boutique style setting where, um, you know, I'm extending kind of the, the social setting. And um, so my goal as I was supposed to start painting today, but had a minor <laughs> detour, um, I'm going to be redoing my interior space, growing it and going in a more boutique uh, situation, especially after COVID people are going to want to be um, more connected than they ever have before because of yeah. having to be socially distant. Yep. And so I think creating a very um, laid back cafe style cheers maybe if you will community yeah. is what people are really longing for and it's become more apparent to them than it ever has before how much we truly need each other and connecting yeah what do you what do you see for the future of Suffolk business you know it's so interesting so I'm gonna go a little bit higher level on what I think of Hampton Roads uh, um, as a whole and then where Suffolk fits into that um, so, you know, we've always had the seven cities and for a very long time when we were surprising Suffolk, I think that there's a lot of people who lived here that kind of felt like we were the redhead stepchild. Yeah. Well, if you really think about all the things that passed through here from 460 with all the traffic to the port or 58 mm -hmm. um, or Route 17 connecting uh, Chesapeake and points west all the way uh, down 17 through Isle of Wight to the JRB to the peninsula. Suffolk is a very unique place on the map for um, economic empowerment, for infrastructure, for our port, um, for people trying to find a destination that's accessible to all major parts of Hampton Roads to raise a family. Yeah. And so where I see Suffolk uh, is going to be a, um, a city that is all things to all people. Um, we have everything from industrial to local businesses to, you know, a booming area like Harborview yeah. to uh, a bedroom community that people want to raise their kids in. And yeah. so um, I, I truly think that Suffolk is on the, you know, just a growth trajectory that will be unreal for a, a full and whole community. Yeah. Um, for those of you listening, uh, or actually since I had a minor flood in my business this morning that's being cleaned up right now, I called a good friend of mine who her business is around the corner and um, she owns this beautiful place called the Pinner House and we're actually in one of their uh, boutique style um, uh, shops in the back of her incredible bed and breakfast and, and event space. And it's so tranquil and beautiful and if we ever went back to surprising Suffolk, these are the things that people would expect to see, I hope. Yeah. But that's the cool thing about living in a big city that's a small town, yeah. is when we had to divert this morning, I called a fellow business owner 
and I asked, would you mind if I stole a little corner of your space today? <laughs> and people in this town are so gracious and so kind. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. This is this was a great place. Probably, nothing to any of my previous uh, uh, hosts and guests, but uh, but yeah, this this one would be hard to beat at this point. So, um, so before we wrap up, I want to make sure. Uh, and just to be clear, for those of you who are listening anywhere close to mid-June when this podcast is let go, business is open, Uncorked is open for business. Um, we'll, we'll, they'll have things dried out shortly, so uh, so please stop on by, check out the, the patio. Um, and for those who would like to, to stop by and check it out, um, where are you located exactly and, and how can they learn more about you uh, online or socially? So we're on Facebook on Uncorked and on Instagram under uh, Uncorked underscore uh, VA. Um, and we're located at 115 West Washington Street. It's at the corner of Maine and Washington in the historic downtown. Um, and uh, I have some great neighbors I'd really like to shout out. I yeah. have awesome neighbors in just so you guys can have an idea of if you stop to see me, who might be around you, we've got El Carita Mexican, Nansman Brewing Station, Harper's Table, uh, Platurnip, Sushiaka, um, and General Public, and many, many more businesses, Baron's Pub, Amici's, that are local, and um, you know we all rise together, yeah. and supporting local is uh, always been at the top of my mind. It'll be there long before I was elected and long after I'm gone. <laughs> and for those of you who, who hear all these locations and, and uh, find it exciting, uh, you're within a very short walk of uh, Suffolk Executive offices. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're looking for a, a great kind of shared space type environment, um, check that out. Uh, that was, I believe that was one of our small business of the year winners yeah. at one point. So, um, so yeah, there's, there's an awful lot to, to gain from, from being downtown and, and a, a beautiful place to come up. But Emily, thank you again so much for, for spending this time with me. It's, uh, it's been a unique, but really cool opportunity to spend with you. I, I, uh, uh I'll be hard pressed to match this anytime soon, but thank uh, you so much for having me yeah. and, uh, for everybody listening, um, always support local, especially during these times, every chance you get. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for your service to the state, the uh, city of Suffolk. Um, for those who don't know, you also actually cover a little bit of, I believe it's Olive White and Chesapeake, mm -hmm. correct? I actually have parts of Suffolk, all of Olive White County, all of Surrey County, and all, almost all of Prince George County. So I follow the James <laughs> River to about 18 miles outside of Richmond, and I touch wow. the North Carolina line. Wow. As if you aren't busy enough. <laughs> so... But thank you so much for your service. Thank you for all you do as an entrepreneur. And thank you for being on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Wonderful.